Express, the late night version. <laughs> I am your host, Denise Harrington. You may not be listening to me late night, but it's late night here where we're putting things together. It's always the right time when women are speaking and sharing their stories and expressing how they feel about themselves and the people around them. And here we are. Today, I want to mention a couple of things. We're coming to the end of the year. It's December. And quite frankly, in seven days, we'll be celebrating the Christmas holidays. And there are several other holidays that we want to speak about, and Kwanzaa and certainly Hanukkah. This is that time of year where people come together and lots of talking happens. We've been fortunate to have, since we launched in October, can you believe it, six wonderful women who have shared their stories and inspired us. We've had lots of different ways of seeing how women come to the table to bring their voice, whether it's been a strong voice or a soft voice learning to be strong. It's been really good. We today are fortunate for this evening, fortunate to have a return guest, Erica, the success whisperer. And you, if you remember, she was one of our one of our first guests, and I was just as let's say curious about what is a success whisperer. And everyone else seemed to be curious too because she's backed by popular demands. There were so many people who wanted to hear more of her story, so we have her back tonight. But before I start with that, I just want to go over how we are doing our podcast going forward. We try our best now to ask every woman who speaks to give some tips and examples in their story so that you know when you go from this podcast to the next podcast to the next podcast with me, that you'll have things that you can work on to make a difference in your life. We feel that this has become not just a podcast, but we're looking to turn this into a movement, one that can help not only you, but will help many women. So with Erica speaking tonight again about success and helping each other for success, I just want to share with you a quote from Misty Copeland. And Misty is one of the first, if not the first, African-American principal dancer at the American Ballet Theater. She is a phenomenal woman of color, and she is a pop culture icon. And she says, she's, they call her a late bloomer or a late blooming dancer, late blooming ballerina. Her body was not the model type. Being older was not the model type for a ballerina, but she's an incredible success. And she says, you can start late, you can look different, you can even be uncertain and still succeed. Misty Copeland, ballerina. Please look her up. If you don't know her, please find out about her. She is incredible, unbelievable beauty. And the way that she dances is phenomenal. So with that, Erica, welcome back to Women Express. Let's talk. How are you? I'm good. And thank you so much for having me back. 
You're welcome. We want to know a little bit more about what a success whisperer is. I know you gave us four key things that you wanted us to focus on when it came to really coaching ourselves into being much more successful. But as we start to close out the year and look forward to creating those wonderful goals that we put together, I really wanted you to share a little bit more about you and how you got to be the person that you are and a success whisperer. What does that mean? Hmm. A success whisperer is really a person that understands their purpose for being, why they're here, what they're called to do, and also understanding your limitations and how to take the things that you've learned through life, the things that really weren't working, and being really internal doing an internal search and of self-discovery to understand why you make certain decisions, what makes you tick, and how do you change the things that really need to be changed in order to take your life to the next level. So when you think about a success whisper, it's, you know, what is that? There's a big question mark around it. But a lot of it has to do with uncovering old patterns, old limiting beliefs to expose the truth, the truth of who you really are. And the success whisperer really focuses in on three things. One is to unlock and discover your purpose, to also understand the importance of your presence, which really correlates with confidence and how you show up in the world. And the third part of it has to do with power, you know, our voice, our presence, our impact in the world really comes from a place of power. But in order to know what that power is and to make sure that it's aligned with the right energy, you really have to understand the two things that I mentioned, your purpose, knowing your why, which is really wrapped into the purpose, and also being able to show up and have presence in the world, impact in the world. Well, you know, my company and the, the work that I do is called Speaking with Impact. I actually am a speaker coach. I also speak myself, but I, I have taught thousands of people, executives, managers, directors, senior VPs, how to find their presence through their spoken word. The spoken word is so powerful. It's one of the ways that you really do create presence. And presence is that personal brand, that personal self that you bring forward. But that personal self can't come forward until you can articulate what that is. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny you would say that because it really brings back a memory that I had maybe about a good 15 to 17 years ago. I remember going through a really difficult time post-divorce and trying to figure out who am I? Why am I here? What's my purpose? And, and really digging deep in terms of, of trying to understand what my presence is in the world. And in that self-discovery aspect, I had a friend and she asked me the question, well, Erica, what do you think? And I remember her asking me that question, and I had never been asked, what do I think? 
And I didn't really have an answer because it was the first time I was being asked to step up in a way in which my voice mattered. And it really surprised me that she would ask me because I was so used to other people speaking for me. But also at the same time, it was time for me to step into who I really was. And it took many years to discover who I was, why I came to this earth, what's my reasons for being. So in determining your voice and your impact and how do you discover what that is, it's really first to find out who you're not. And when you can peel back the layers, it reveals so much, so much that was always there. And it's like a light bulb moment comes on and you begin to be so curious and so eager like a child to figure out this new person that you're becoming, wanting to really understand and embrace her and allow her to fly and to take over. It's very interesting that you would talk about discovering who you are not, that I've never heard it put that way before. It's pretty cool because we can say a lot about the things we don't want. How often do we talk about the things or say the things that we are? Who we aren't, we can get to that even more clearly. But once you establish who you aren't, establishing who you are is, is an easy feat. I think for me, I was a late bloomer. That's why I chose Misty's quote. I didn't start my professional life until I was in my mid-30s. I was almost 36 years old. And I started business and just began, stepped out on the platform. I was a speaker. I did a talk around the power of, of your presence. Isn't that amazing? And from that, wow. I started my business. My business actually came from doing a speech. And you know, the funny thing is you don't have to be on the speaker's platform, but you do have to speak up. And once you discover who you are, you have to tell people, tell people in your circle, tell your best friends like you did with your best friend, tell your mother, tell your father, tell somebody, your husband, tell your, your neighbors who you are. You just keep saying who you are once you've defined it. Would you say that that's true? Absolutely. It definitely is true. And, you know, there's this play between the person that you are today, right? And this person far out in the distance who you really want to be. And in between those two points, there's a gap. And what you do in between the gap to reach to this new reality of this new life that you're yearning and reaching and hoping to become, it requires a lot of work. And there's a whole lot of uncertainty in between this gap. And it really requires you to take a risk. And what happens is that because there's this constant play between who you are and who you want to be, and you're constantly trying to step out on a limb to reach that next level, there's fear that sets in. And oftentimes, too, people are used to being complacent and being comfortable. And when you get to a point in which you're too complacent and comfortable, you become stagnant. And that prevents you from growing. And growth is a bit difficult 
You know, it's, it's not easy to grow and to change based on all the years of you understanding who you thought you were, right? So I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Growth and comfort never coexist. That's Jenny Mometti. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that, yeah. That just popped up just now. It's interesting to me. I, I can remember when there was a lull time in my business, even after I was divorced, I just kind of went into this dark night of the soul where I had to really take a look at who I was and what it was I truly all about. I had experienced a major success at, up to that point and then just really took a, a moment, was pushed back onto myself to really take a look at myself and reinvent myself. And I'm sure that there's many of you who are listening who are at that place where you've played that, that number for so long and it's time to kind of take a look to go within, like you said, Erica, and just refocus on a new you. It's very possible. But I remember one thing while I was doing this kind of introspection, and that was, oh, I'm too old. I'm too old. I can't start all over again. I'm too old. And that kept playing. And I had to take that self-talk. And, and we had a conversation about this in one of our last interviews, that self-talk and turn the switch around on that. You're never too old. You're never to anything. You always have enough, which is something that women feel oftentimes that we aren't enough. We don't have enough. We didn't do enough. We have to do more. The truth of the matter is you're already enough. And to take that look within yourself, taking that look within yourself, especially during this downtime of the year where we're turning in, even the sun turns in, it's time to take a look. Perhaps, perhaps there's a new woman who's looking to be born, who's looking to come out in a different way, to, to reach a new platform. And I would like to inspire that in anybody out there who's listening, who feels that that's true for them, this is the time to turn in during this time off during the holiday season and take a look at and listen to that inner talk and remove those negative prompts that come up with positive prompts during this time. And I feel that as a success whisperer, you probably are in agreement with that. Oh, absolutely. And it really brings this discussion to three questions. You know, in terms of trying to discover and do a lot of, of the self-reflection and inner work that needs to be done so that the outer work is in alignment with a higher purpose, there are three empowering questions that I found to be extremely important, especially during this time of year when we're closing out the year and entering into a new year. Three questions to ask yourself. Number one is, who am I becoming? Number two is, what am I willing to do? And number three is, who and what am I willing to let go? So when you're asking yourself the question, who am I becoming? It, at this moment in time, when you really look at your life, the decisions that you've made, the belief systems that you have, the people in your life, 
that are influencing you, the things that you're able to create or not, really taking stock of where you are right now and asking yourself the question, who am I becoming? Because either it's working or it's not working, right? There's no real in-between. There's no real in-between. You can't be lukewarm about this. You really have to be very clear about where you are. Clarity is extremely important. And this question uh, allows you to tap into what that is. And in being authentic and really asking this question, it's not about judgment, right? Because the reality is we all make mistakes. But what's most important is to be aware of what we're doing so that we can make the proper changes necessary to move forward. So it's not about you know, beating yourself up because that is counterproductive to your growth and your well-being. It's about extending kindness to yourself to say, okay, you know what? I didn't do this right. So let me begin again. Dust yourself off and, and start afresh. And then the second question around what are you willing to do? Because really, once you ask the question, who am I becoming? The next question really is, now, what am I willing to do to become something different, right? It it requires work. It requires, uh, it's going to cost you something when you ask that question. That heavy lifting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't forget that heavy lifting makes beautiful Michelle Obama arms. (laughs) Speaking of becoming. I'm trying to achieve those arms, by the way. (laughs) And speaking of becoming, Michelle's new book, Becoming. That's right. That's right. And so it really is going to cost you something when you ask that question. What do you... What do you have to do in order to become the person that you really want to be? And again, it goes back to what I said earlier, stepping outside of your comfort zone, taking a risk, and really feeling the fear of change, but still being willing to do it anyway, because you realize the cost of you not doing it is that you remain the same. Stagnant. You remain stagnant, and that's non-negotiable. If you really want progress and growth, you have to step into the fear and do it anyway. And then, which follows up the last question, what are you willing to let go and who are you willing to let go? Because the reality is, who's on the path now with you, and when you look at your life, you look at the people in your life, you look at the types of things you're doing, what you're attracting to you, what you're pulling towards you, what you're repelling. When you look at all of these things, you really have to take stock of not only the self-limiting thoughts that you have, the actions that you're taking, but also who's influencing you. Mm-hmm. It's very, very true. I mean, you cannot, I mean, I think the hardest thing sometimes is to let people go that no longer serve you. That is a number one big game changer because sometimes at certain points in your life, There are people who can move forward with you because they see you moving forward and they allow you, they give you the freedom to be more of who you are. They support you. They, they mirror back to you, your positive presence. And then they're just people that pull you down. They're not, 
They're not there in support. And you know what? They may not even recognize that their relationship to you no longer serves you. That's a tough one, having to let go of the things and the people that no longer serve you, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. And uh, extremely tough. And I've had to do that on more than one occasion in my life. And really, that came about post-divorce and and really taking stock of who was in my life and the kind of life that I wanted and the kind of person that I wanted to become. And, and I was doing a lot of inner work. And during that time, I literally had to cut people off. And it wasn't because I didn't love them, but it was because I loved myself enough to heal me which would allow me to show up better as a friend, which would allow me to show up better as a parent, which would allow me to show up better as a daughter, which would allow me to show up better as a career woman, which would allow me to show up better as a businesswoman. I had to do the inner work on me, which means that I, I literally had to close the door on energies that really were not best suited for the next level of growth, the next chapter of my life. I love that you looked at it like chapters because that's exactly what it is. We, I don't think that we're ever done necessarily. I just believe that there are chapters in our lives and that each chapter brings a different layer of excellence to who we are, a different layer of becoming. I love that word becoming, that word being. It so resonates with life because we're always becoming. We always are being in the making. Absolutely. And isn't that beautiful? It's so beautiful that there's no end point. That at any age and at any moment, we can become something different. And giving ourselves grace enough to do it. So important. So very Grace enough to do it. I remember years ago, a girlfriend of mine said that in life, you know what? You have to have a little bit of grit and a little bit of grace to make it. <laughs> grit and grace. I love that. Those two words. Yeah. They go well together. We should get a, they go we should get a well. coffee cup that says grit and grace. <laughs> we should. We should. <laughs> and on the Definitely. other side, it says women espresso. On the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But what's number three? Tell me, what is number three? So number three has to do with who are you willing to let go and what are you willing to let go? And so in that, as I said, I had to block off or basically shut the door, if you will, to certain energies that were not vibrationally aligned with where I needed to be. And it didn't mean that I didn't love them because the love was still there, but I had to love myself enough to do the work, which meant that I had to choose a different path in terms of who is influencing my mindset and also what kind of person and the kinds of things that I was doing that needed to change. It truly was a metamorphosis for me. And it took many years for me to get to a point in which I felt like, you know what, I can show up in the world with some level of, of understanding. And during that time, I remember 
being interested in and even asking God for wisdom and understanding and discernment because I felt as though that was something that I didn't have that I needed in order to have some insight in terms of, of the trajectory and the path for my life and the vision for my life. And in asking that question, it doesn't come with, you know, it's not wrapped with a bow. It means that you're really having to unwrap a lot of the things in your life that you thought were perfectly wrapped. And it's in facing the, the untruths in your life that, that can be rather difficult, but also extremely important in terms of discovering the truth. Well, the truth is something, and it's more and more a commodity that's critical to success in our world today. The other thing that I, I want to mention around the point of letting go, there's not one success book that I've ever read, Think and Grow Rich. All of the great books on success will tell you that letting go of people and circumstances to create more of who you are is critical to the bottom line of success. Well, I'm going to bring us to a close, Erica. Is there anything else that you want us to know as we prepare to hunker down for the holiday season and take time to literally go within? Take a moment, women, ladies, take the time to go within right now. This is the the perfect time to do that. But Erica, is there anything else you'd like for us to know? Yes, I really want your listeners to know that when you're looking within and really doing the inner work that's necessary to become the kind of person that you want, to truly extend kindness to yourself. And I mentioned it briefly earlier, but it's so important because we're tough on ourselves, or I would say we're even tougher on ourselves than we are with others. And by extending that kindness, it allows you to enter in with a little bit more ease. It allows you to do the work on you with a little bit more kindness, you know, and it seems like such a a simple word, but it's so important to do that. And I speak from a place of understanding because it's so easy to judge what we're doing. And in the judgment, it blocks us from being able to see what we truly need to see. But if we release the unkindness that we extend and treat, how we treat ourselves, it helps us to, to really be free and to really be able to work on us in the way that we need to. Well, I would say that the success whisper has done her job yet again. This is one of the real reasons, Erica, that you were asked to come back and people wanted to hear more from you. I think you gave some fullness tonight to the story and made it complete. We will walk away with some tools and some ideas and some principles to guide us through this next phase as the year comes to an end. So I want to thank you again. And please tell us how we can find you if we would like to connect. Yes, and thank you for having me. And your listeners can reach me by email at rise360coaching at gmail.com. 
They can also reach me on Instagram at Rise360Coaching or my website, Rise360Coaching.com. Yay. And Erica's going to become a big platform speaker if I have anything to do with it. She's going to be taking my women public speaking class in January. We're going to have a public speaking class. I give them all the time. And this one's predominantly women. Actually, the whole class is women. So it's going to be women expressing, but in the format and with the tool sets of public speaking. So that's DMH Consulting Speaking with Impact program, January 23rd and 24th here in the Washington, D.C. area. And you can also get in touch with me at womenexpresspodcast.com. That's womenexpresspodcast.com. It's been great. Again, it's been great having you today, Erica. I just want to say one last thing. And that is, I know I keep saying one last thing. I like to talk. That is, if you could share one thing with our listeners before you leave today, what would that be? One thing that I would leave with your listener is to know that life is always speaking to us at every minute, every hour, every second, every nanosecond, every year. It's always speaking to us and to align with the higher purpose that's calling us to reach for that new version, that better version of who we really, truly are. I just ask that the inner work be done and to be kind to ourselves with no judgment, accepting where we are and understanding the need to become something better. Fantastic. Thank you so much. So as we come to a close for the end of the year, I just want to set you up for what's going to be happening in 2019. I said when we started this podcast that this is our time as women. It's time for us to step up, to speak out, to speak out and to be heard. We're going to be looking at, in January, we're going to be looking at six women who spoke volumes in 2018, looking at the things that they did, the words that they used, and how they changed the way that the world sees women. And I think that you're going to enjoy these upcoming podcasts, and I'm pretty excited about the women that I'll be interviewing. So I want to say for now, thank you for being there. Thank you. Have a happy holiday season, however you choose to celebrate. Just know that we're celebrating with you. I also just want to let you know that in 2019, we also will be doing Women Expressos. That means we're coming together in groups around espresso coffee or anything else you'd like to drink tea. That would be wonderful to have these group discussions. And we'll talk about those more and more as the time goes along with this podcast. So thank you so much for being here with me. I wish you again all success, prosperity, and a wonderful holiday season. Don't forget to subscribe, renew, and release. Release means take this podcast and share it with your friends. And let's create a movement. Thanks for coming. We'll talk again soon. Come on, women. Let's express. We had a great time today. What I'd like to ask you to do is to rate us. Give us good ones. Review and subscribe. 
And if you loved the time you spent with us and loved our speakers, our interviewees, then share this with your friends. Let's collectively women express. Thank you for being with me. Bye for now.